everybody. Welcome back to the first episode of the My Best Life podcast. Since April, I'm just checking the latest episode, the last episode that was recorded. It was, in fact, in April. Hi, I'm Beck. I am your host today and always. And I'm so happy to be back. Um, so many changes to the podcast the format, the content. I'm just so excited to be back and like I'm excited to be sharing like who I am now and like my new perspectives on life and creativity and everything that the podcast used to be about. Um, I've changed in the last several months, pretty much the last year. And even though I want the podcast to live on, I do have a slightly new approach to how I, I want to share content with you because my beliefs have changed a great deal, all for the better, I think, and hopefully for the better for you too. And that's what I'm going to talk about first. First, I want to talk about why I stopped podcasting. So the reason why I stopped was because I joined a group coaching program that was online. It was with a somatic embodiment life coach. So we were going to dive deep for the next like four months. Started in April, so it was from April to August. For the next four months, I was expecting to dive really deep into my emotions, how I hold and carry emotions in my body, how I respond to my world. And we would we were going to be learning how to step into a different energy essentially and embody the version of ourselves that we want to become eventually and while i was diving in and doing that work very early on i knew i was like okay i don't know if i can continue doing a personal development podcast while i'm very deep in doing this work because I felt very vulnerable and it opened me up. I would say it cracked me open in very uncomfortable ways and I just didn't feel like anything I had to share was ready to be shared yet. It was really challenging me and the old version of me and my thoughts on a lot of this you know, personal development, manifestation, law of attraction, all these things that the podcast had become about, suddenly I felt challenged and was like, I don't know if I'm the right person to be sharing this content anymore. I'm kind of going through my own personal evolution. And while it would be c cool to share all of that stuff, I just didn't feel comfortable doing it. And then months later, now the program's been over for about a month now. More than ever, I just feel like such a different person. And I didn't know how to bring the podcast back to life. I guess it just took a little time for me to really find the right words to say, especially because since I ended, since that group coaching program ended, my, my beliefs about, you know, all this stuff has changed. And I was like, well, if I don't, believe the same things like am I going to start this podcast again and are people just not going to respond well to it or like what's going to happen with this should I just stop doing it altogether and I don't want to stop doing it altogether because I love talking with you guys I know nobody's talking back but I feel like there's so much 
there's so much inspiration and there's so much that I need to share as an artist and a content creator and as someone who I still do create my own reality in a way that I pave my path in my own way and I'm not a conventional person like I don't believe in the conventional and that's kind of where my new beliefs come in so we'll get back to that in a second I'll just share what my new take on manifestation the law of attraction personal development as a whole and creating your reality so I do not believe in the law of attraction or manifestation anymore. I know nobody was expecting to hear that, but it's not what you think. So I don't believe in what people call manifestation and the law of attraction today and how we apply it. I don't think that our methods of doing it is actually what's really happening behind the scenes. Like I don't think that affirmations and like writing them down and thinking them in our heads and you know thinking thoughts and visualizing what we want to happen is actually what's making it all happen so as I was going through this group therapy program I came across this author named Richard Dots and I had no idea, I have no idea how I found him, but I fell in love with his work. His work is all about how we need to take a light touch when it comes to manifesting what we want. We need to stop trying so hard. We need to stop thinking about what we want to manifest all day long. We, ha- we just have to know that the moment that we decide we want something, everything is already set into motion and it just needs to unfold. And while it is possible to manifest something like right away, that's just not how we operate as humans. You know, we have resistance and we have negative and opposing thoughts to what we want to create. And that's all okay. And we just have to accept that, all right, this stuff is going to come up. My job is to just remember that it's not necessary to be resistant. It's not necessary to worry. And Richard Dots is all about eliminating worry from your life. He's basically like, just stop worrying. <laughs> There's really no explanation behind. He doesn't provide anything more than just like, hey, all of your worrying thoughts is the reason why your life is not going the way you want it to go. So stop it. And I will say that since I have taken on his approach to keeping my focus away from all the things I don't want to create and like just eliminating worry altogether my life has gotten exceptionally better and easier like all of the bad things that would come up in my life don't happen anymore you know his idea is like if you don't like what you're seeing in your bank account then stop looking at your bank account. Stop looking at your bank statement. Stop checking your accounts every day. Stop looking at your credit score. Start, stop like paying attention to all of your debts. Like Stop paying attention to all of that stuff and only look at it when you absolutely need to, like on the day or days that you have to pay your bills. Sure, look at it and observe it and see what's going on, but like, don't spend all your time thinking about it. Just completely stop. And I noticed that all the financial issues that I did have because I suddenly stopped thinking about them, 
they started to go away and I was like whoa this this does work this guy this guy's it and you know he's we we don't have to say affirmations we don't have to like script or visualize unless we really want to and really enjoy it and that was so nice to know that oh all of this could be really really easy and Richard is all about like neutral is the feeling that you want to achieve like you don't need to be bursting with joy all the damn time you don't need to be like forcing anything like just the feeling of neutrality is all you need and you can manifest your desires so i got really into richard dots and i started reading all of his books um all the ones that i could get a hold of as an ebook i devoured them all i'm really more into his newer stuff from about like 2016 to present because all of that is all of that content is where he really dives into being neutral and making it all easy before then he has a lot of like Abraham Hicks style content which is not wrong or there's nothing bad about it but it his approach changed a little bit um in the more recent years so then I also started to read, oh gosh, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. I'm going to have to look it up, but my uh, embodiment life coach, her name is Stevie Wright. She's um, the coach whose program I was just in. She recommended a book called Busting Loose from the Business Game. And at first I was like, "Mm, this doesn't sound like something I would be into. She kept assuring everybody that this book was not what we would what we thought it was about it was totally it was basically after reading it i realized oh everything that she taught us in this program about embodiment is essentially from this book um so i highly 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 times a thousand recommend this book it's by an author named robert a shanefield and it's called Busting Loose from the Business Game. I read his book, Busting Loose from the Money Game, because I thought it was the same thing. The content is pretty similar. The Money Game um, has more of a focus around abundance and finances, whereas Busting Loose from the Business Game uses a lot of examples about business. So it's really just like a choose, take your pick, choose which one you want to devour first because they're both very very good i think busting loose from the money game might be written a little bit better and it might explain the busting loose process a bit better but i am enjoying busting loose from the business game which i'm currently reading right now and i think the examples are better and i think it was released later than busting loose from the money game so it's written a little bit more concisely so take your pick on which one but this is the book that has opened me up and really changed everything for me busting loose from the money game is essentially about life being an illusion or a game and the author describes this as playing the human game so there are two phases to the human game And stick with me, I know it sounds kind of woo-woo, but it'll make sense in a second. So we came to Earth to play a game, which is called the human game. And you could kind of relate this if you're familiar with Abraham Hicks' work. They talk about how we're here to play. We came to Earth to play and to manifest and to create. Well, in the busting loose philosophy, we are here to play a game, but we have forgotten 
who we are, which is an infinite being who can create anything that we want. And the point of the game is to forget. We came to Earth, or the, I don't know, we came to the physical reality to play a game of forgetting how unlimited we are. And the way that you quote unquote win the game, I guess, is by believing that you are limited and that everything in your physical surroundings is real. And this book is all about like, that's phase one. And as long as you're playing the phase one game, then you're always going to feel limited. As long as you're looking at what's outside of you, you're always going to feel restricted. It isn't until you go internal and you start realizing that you, it's not even about having everything that you want. I had a bit of an existential crisis when the author started talking about how you don't move into phase two and play the game, the human game in an unlimited way with the intention of creating all of your desires and like changing your reality. And I kind of freaked out about that because for me, it was like, that's the whole reason why I got into personal development because I want to change my reality and I want better circumstances and I want to manifest everything that I could ever want, right? And the author assures the reader that you are going to get everything that you want and you are going to create an amazing life for yourself, but don't do the work because you're trying to do it now. You have to be patient and let it all happen. And he says that the reason why things Life wouldn't be fun if we could manifest instantly. Like, yeah, it's possible, but that's not fun for us because once we get it and there was no feeling of like earning it, even if things unfolded in the most natural way and you didn't have to do anything in physical reality except know that you wanted to create an experience for yourself, the fact that it took time and it all had to unfold is the game that we're playing. It was all worthwhile. And that's the fun of all of this, is to allow and to watch it all unfold and to experience it as it's all happening in real time. Our only job is to be present. And this is kind of where some of like Richard Dot's teaching come came into handy came in handy for me because this author also talks about being super present. As long as we're living life moment to moment and just doing what feels good, Richard Dots also, and I think Abraham Hicks talks about this too, like stop trying to plan out your life and be strategic about making it all happen. Stop trying to work so hard and just do what feels good in the moment. If something doesn't feel good, then don't do it. Obviously, there are things that we're responsible to do like go to work and pay our bills but you know when it comes to other stuff like if you don't feel like going to a party then don't go to the party if you suddenly feel inspired to leave your house and go out and like go do something go do it because it could be leading you to one of the experiences that you want to create for yourself like every single moment like taking life moment by moment and just allowing ourselves to be along for the ride and to see where life takes us. I'm a full believer now more than ever that 
when we follow our intuition and we really make it a lifestyle to live presently and to just kind of let the universe lead us, that is one of Richard Dot's books. And I feel like these two authors kind of like, they're kind of like, they're not the same, like their content is not the same, but a lot of Richard's philosophies can be applied to the busting loose philosophy, which I really appreciate. It's almost like I was meant to read Richard Dot's work first and then get into uh, Robert Shanefield's work because it all kind of like blends in together in this really complementary way. But taking life moment by moment, being super present, and just seeing where the universe leads you is like, it's the most exhilarating feeling. Like, it feels so good to not try so hard. And in the Busting Loose philosophy, they're all about like, throw away your goals, stop like mapping your life out. And it felt crazy to me at first, and it might feel crazy to you also if you're like intrigued by the Busting Loose from the Money Game book um, and want to look into it and you're just like, wait, don't have goals, give all of that up, don't try to change your life. Like I had an existential meltdown about it too and I cried a great deal. But what I will say is that it's so invigorating to know that I will ultimately experience everything. And I don't even call them goals anymore. I just call them experiences. There are things that I know I'm going to experience in my life and they're going to happen. I just have to remain present and just let the universe lead me there. I don't have to think about what I want to desire all the damn time. I don't have to long for it or wish that it was already happening. The joy is in the unfolding and witnessing it all come together. That's really exciting for me now. I'm finally able to have more patience with allowing things to happen. And the main point of phase two of the human game is learning how to play the un, um, play the game in, un, in an unlimited way, which means that you can create anything that your heart desires, but you have to do the hard work first which is essentially taking your power back. And if you read the book, Robert Shanefield walks you through a process in how to take your power back. And it's very similar to David R. Hawkins' letting go um, method. You just feel your feelings very intensely, but the only difference is you remind yourself that this is the game. This is the human game. I chose to play this game and I'm more powerful than I think I am right now in this moment. I am an unlimited, I am an unlimited being. I came here to play this game. I have the power and like take your power back from this negative emotion. Nothing has to change except your inner world and how you respond to things. And I'm finding that my anxiety that I once had about like, oh, what's going to happen? I'm learning to let, to let loose a bit more and trust that I am being guided in the right direction and that everything is happening just as they should. I don't believe that my thoughts 
create my reality anymore. I don't believe that worry. Like, I don't worry about things anymore in general. Um, I don't stress about things. It's mostly just reminding myself, like, okay, I'm being guided and I'm being led. So I don't need to panic about, like, things not looking the way I want them to. So it's really just I'm getting comfortable with the idea of living presently and allowing things to just happen. It's kind of scary and I wouldn't recommend going all in on it. You know, it's one of those things where you probably have to just read the book, apply it slowly, and allow yourself to ease into it. But seriously, like, ugh. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm doing all of the things that I love. I'm, this kind of falls into my life update. I'm working on my book and I'm just about finished with my book, uh, with my next novel. I'm a month late, but I also went through a period of time where I was like, I don't feel like writing this. Like, and I, I truly believe that the reason why I felt that was because it wasn't the story that I want to present to the world and the best story for the reader wasn't in me yet. Like it hadn't channeled through me yet. I'm starting to really believe that as far as creativity goes, if you're an artist, then that creativity is being channeled from the universe through you in order to enter the physical reality. And if you're feeling blocked in some way or unmotivated, uninspired, that just means that the right thing hasn't channeled through you. So I'm looking at writer's block a little bit more differently now. I'm not being so hard on myself. I'm creating every day in some way and I'm being really kind to myself about my days when I just don't have anything in me to write or I just don't have the urge to. And I'm trusting that that is happening because the story that I need to tell or I want to tell that wants to channel through me, it's just taking its time to come through me. Whether I'm intentionally blocking it with resistance or whether it just needs to kind of make its way through the universe or whatever, I don't know how it works, but I'm, I'm trusting more and more that the right story is going to be told, the best story is going to be told, and there are going to be times when that inspiration just doesn't exist and that's okay. It's all a part of the process and it's all a part of the unfolding and it's going to be good. So I'm working on my book. I felt very inspired to upload my short story, which is a part two to All the Good Girls Go to Hell this Halloween. And I'm doing that through Kindle Vela, which is... It's kind of like uploading episodes of a TV show, but in book format, because it's like every however many days or once a week or whatever. I'm not 100% sure how it works just yet, but every so often you post new chapters of your, of your story and readers have an opportunity to read them at their own disposal. And I'm looking forward to that. I felt very called to do, I've been wanting to do something like this for a while and kind of make it episodic like a TV show. And I'm really looking forward. I'm kind of nervous because I'm just like, oh crap, I'm not done with this book yet. Am I going to like, am I going to be able to do this? But I'm just trusting that I have the urge to do it. I'm going to be able to make it happen. And even if it's not perfect, that's okay. 
And another thing too is that I woke up in the middle of the night the other night. I don't remember if it was last night or the night before. And I had this idea for a short story. So if you, if anybody remembers, I was a part of a horror anthology um, last year called Horror at the High Dive. And I've been thinking about what the next story I'm going to submit to that anthology because they're Peter Harmon who created that book series. He's making another anthology and he kind of like let us know it's it is happening and if we want to submit something he'll keep us updated. And I've been thinking like I don't know if I have another story and should I ask somebody if they want to write something with me? And then I ended up like waking up in the middle of the night and I was kind of annoyed that I woke up in the middle of the night but then as I was laying back down to go to sleep I like had this image of a monkey paw like I don't know if anybody's watched The Simpsons before but there's like a Treehouse of Horror episode that involved a monkey paw and like it's like a genie but the wishes have consequences <laughs> I thought about that and I was like oh my god I have the perfect story like it's loosely inspired from that I don't know if I should be telling you that but that's an example of like how the universe can lead you I didn't try too hard to come up with a short story I didn't force it I was just open to letting it come to me when it was ready to and I ended up waking up in the middle of the night and being annoyed but that's when the story came through to me. The whole point of me waking up was so that that story could channel through to me, through to me. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there to give everyone an idea of how this work, even though it's uncomfortable, can lead you to live a much more flowy, exciting life. I think it's exciting. I finally gotten to a point where I'm like, I don't know what my future is going to look like, but I'm really looking forward to finding out and being surprised and delighted by like what the universe has in store for me. And that leads me to the final thing that I want to share with you guys, which is I finally started making music, which is, it's been a lifelong dream of mine to be able to do that. I wanted to be a singer. Ever since I was a little kid, I used to lip sync to Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, Selena, the Spice Girls. Like I would put on performances and I would lip sync to their songs and I would write songs my, on my own. Like I would make albums myself, like I would take jeweled cases and I would like create the album artwork and I was like, these are all my future albums, I'm just making them all in advance, these are all the songs that are going to be on the album and I would write the lyrics to the songs and I was just like so convinced, I'm like, I'm going to be a pop star and an actress and a writer and a director and I had all these dreams but as I got older... I guess, like, I don't know, like, I knew that music was going to be a part of my life, and I guess I was just afraid that I would be bad at it, or I wasn't any good at it, like, I knew I could write, but I think musically, I was like, my voice isn't that great, I don't know how to actually make music, I just know how to write song lyrics, so I kind of just gave up on my dream, and it wasn't until a couple of years ago I decided you know, I didn't plan on like, I don't plan on becoming a pop star or anything, but I did decide to start taking vocal lessons a couple of years ago, just so that I could feel more confident in my singing abilities. And just to try something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I regretted that I didn't pursue vocal lessons in high school, which 
I was going to do, but I was too afraid to do it. And I decided, like, I have the time, I have the money, like, I might as well invest in this and, like, really take it seriously as a hobby. And after, like, a year of doing my vocal lessons, my vocal coach was like, you should really think about, like, posting covers and, like, really putting your voice out there. Like, you have talent and you've worked so hard. Like, don't be afraid of, you know, of failure. And so I started kind of putting myself out there, but I, just because I wasn't fully confident in my voice, I've taken everything that I've posted online down for the most part, just because I'm like, this isn't my best work and I'm not confident enough to be posting it. That was a little while ago, but recently I am recording my first song ever that I wrote the lyrics to. Um, I the, in, the track was not made by me, but I heard the track and I was like, oh my God, I have to write. Like I could feel the lyrics wanting to come out of me. It was almost like when I heard the song, the lyrics were like muffled behind a wall. Like they wanted to come through to me, but I, they just weren't quite there yet. And I had to like sit and really work on it for a couple of days. But I wrote the lyrics and I'm recording it right now. I'm recording a demo of it just to get an idea of like how it could sound fully produced. And I'm so excited. I'm working on a cover to Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift, which is like my favorite song in the whole world. And it's been my favorite song to work on um, vocally because it's such a challenging song. And it's been a blast to try the song out in different ways. So I'm recording like a professional cover of it. I even have the mechanical rights to do it. And this is kind of how I quote unquote goal set now. I just kind of plan out my month and I have a notebook or, or a journal slash planner that I use this that I use this for but I just kind of write out like these are the things that I would like to accomplish this month but I'm going to be open to all of it and if that included finishing my book and recording one or two covers. I wasn't anticipating writing my own song but I do have two songs that I'm technically working on which are the cover and my original track and I never thought that like music was going to be something that I actually got to pursue, but I'm so genuinely excited. And I used to joke about how I'm like, oh, I'm going to be a pop star in my next life and like kind of saving it for the next life. But it almost like ha it, it happens now because I wasn't trying so hard, I guess. And, you know, I'm doing all of this busting loose phase two work and like now I'm kind of becoming a little it's not that I'm becoming careless or confident it's more like I just don't care anymore what people think because I know what I want out of my life and I know what I want to pursue I know what I'm good at and I'm I'm at a point where I'm becoming a lot more fearless I guess in showing the real me to people and that's why I feel like this podcast needs to change because manifestation and the law of attraction and, you know, the old way of creating your reality for me, like that's not who I am anymore. That's, it would feel really inauthentic of me to continue talking about that stuff when I don't feel connected to it anymore. I feel more aligned with being inspirational and inspiring people 
to go out and pursue their dreams and everything that they want in a way that's fun and easy and joyful. I don't want you guys to feel like you have to like work super hard and grind in order to accomplish what you want. Just taking it little by little every single day is enough. And doing one little thing for yourself and your dreams every day is enough. It's enough to just ponder over what you want to accomplish. It's enough to write a few ideas down the next day. It's enough to start writing a blog post even if you don't finish it if your dream is to like be an influencer or a blogger or whatever like it's enough to take it little by little every day just like really focus on what it is that you want to do like who are you you know (laughs) I don't think that life is so deep that we all have a purpose I don't believe that anymore I think we are here to just create whatever we feel like creating in the moment that's why I really think I feel like I've lived the life of like many different people and I do feel like I've lived a pretty long life because through every phase of my life, something different has come up that I've wanted to pursue and I've pursued so many different things at this point. Now I'm just like, I just want to create, I want to story tell, I want to inspire people to go out and live their dreams, but I want people to know that it can be done in a really relaxed yet fun way. We just all need to hold each other accountable to staying in the flow and staying joyful. And like that's the point of the My Best Life podcast. From here until I guess my beliefs change again, but all of this This whole life thing is just for fun. There's nothing deep about it, so don't feel bad just because you haven't gotten to where you think you want to be. What the idea that you have in your mind as to like what life should be isn't real. This is real. What you're experiencing right now is what's happening. So don't be so hard on yourself. Nobody's expecting you to live up to whatever version of your life you've created in your head. We can't see any of that. Only you can. So just enjoy every minute of what's happening in front of you. Know what you want, but don't be so, don't try so hard to get it. Know that it's going to come to you and that that is something that you're going to experience as long as your inner world is totally peaceful and open to whatever the universe has in store for you however be open to letting the universe lead you even if it's just for small things to start off and you'll be surprised at how absolutely wonderful life can be when you're present and you're open and receptive to all of that all right guys that was today's episode i hope this was all valuable for you I was so happy to share all this with you and i missed all of you i hope you liked today's episode um, and i'll talk to you soon bye Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to subscribe to the show. And if you want to further support the podcast, be sure to leave a raving review, letting other people know that the podcast is worth listening to. I love you all so much and I'll talk to you all soon.